The Walk Home Walking out the door of Moe's and Joe's, I was blasted by the warm, smoke-free air of an Atlanta summer night. Beautiful college girls and their mop-haired boyfriends walked the bar scene hand in hand. My thoughts returned to my college sweetheart, Sarah. I had always considered her, before today, as my other true love, but now, by process of elimination, she was my cliched one and only. I'm sure she has three or four kids now and married to a better man than me. She was a better person than me in every measure, and it just made me sick with longing to even think of her. Still, I wondered if she ever saw college kids in love and thought of me. The answer was most likely no. She never thought of me. The truth made my heart ache more if that was even possible. Kind of like getting a big painful zit on an already excruciating boil. Excuse me, sir. It was a very short man with tightly cropped blonde hair. He was strikingly handsome and dressed in dark clothes, wearing a windbreaker like the FBI wears, except there weren't any letters. Can I help you? I asked him. I was wondering, have you seen this man? It was a photo of Brock Martin carrying a bag I'd bet had little wooden cow shoes in it. I was shocked to see Brock's picture there in front of me and probably waited too long before I replied, No, I haven't. Everything that Brock had just said to me started flowing through my mind. Aliens blowing up the world? The CIA out to get him? So he doesn't start a panic? You know him, though. The little scary guy grabbed my arm and held me by my elbow. I instinctively tried to pull my arm out, but it was immovable, stuck in his grasp like it was bolted to a telephone pole or something. His grip was like a python. The harder I pulled, the tighter it held me. The disturbing part was he seemed to exude no additional effort. I looked at little blonde scary guy in the eye and understood very quickly. This little man could twist me into a pretzel at a moment's notice. I have no idea who that man is. Please let me go. I struggled to no avail, and then when I stopped, he smiled at me. Why did you pause? I was giving it some thought. I thought it might help if I could tell what was in the bag. It's just how I work. What does he want it for? This man, unfortunately, has had a mental breakdown and is threatening to harm his family. That's why we're taking it so seriously, Mr. Duke. How did you know my... Hey, that's my... I struggled again, but he tightened his vice-like grip. He had somehow taken my wallet out of my back pocket without me knowing it and was studying my driver's license under the streetlight with his other hand. I was scared speechless. What the hell was going on, and who was this guy? When Little Scary Guy was done, he looked me in the eyes and didn't say anything. It was like he was performing a lie detector test. I hoped he was terrible at it because I was lying through my teeth. He looked at the people walking down the street towards us, then back at me, then back at the people still coming, then across the street at another group of college students. He seemed apprehensive and disappointed. Without warning, little scary guy jerked his head in the opposite direction and put up his finger to tell me, without words, to be quiet or my arm would be violently yanked out of its socket. I didn't see or hear a thing when all of a sudden a large vehicle's headlights appeared down the street in the direction he was looking. A group of black Suburbans rushed past us, doing twice the speed limit, and little scary guy's phone chirped inside his coat. He had heard them before we could even see them. Have a nice night, Parker, 
he handed me my wallet and ran like a gazelle, albeit a tiny gazelle, in the same direction the Suburbans were going. I stood there, scared out of my mind, watching this little man in black taking care to run in the shadows, disappearing down the sidewalk. You too, I whispered and took off at the fastest clip I could without looking like a scared little girl. If there weren't so many people on the street, I would have run screaming like a motherfucker, arms flailing and all. I was secretly hoping Brock would come out of the bushes so I could smash him in the face and be the hero. I knew he'd come unhinged. He just didn't seem right. Brock Martin was the psycho you read about in the newspaper that goes nuts and kills his family to spare them death by alien forces. Now that sounded believable. Aliens my ass.